My name is Howard Blank. I was just an average Joe until I was shot in the head. The bullet lodged in my brain, inflicting me with amnesia. Now I'm a detective for Global Police Incorporated, a top secret agency dedicated to protecting the world from evil. Together with my partner Johnny Taco, I'm looking for a missing person. The man I once was. I used to wonder why cops ate donuts. Then I ate one and from then on I completely understood. These things are delicious. I mean, Johnny, why would somebody make fun of somebody just because they like something? I like donuts and I'm a cop. Mr. Blank, that's a bagel. What? You're eating a bagel, not a donut. What's the difference? They're both round and have holes. Yeah, but a bagel is sturdier and donuts have more sugar. And would you really eat chocolate on a bagel? Yes, I'd eat chocolate on anything. Bacon? Yes. Carrots? Yes. Salad? Yes. God. Him too. Okay, we've been here for four hours. When is this Detective Godot showing up? Patience is a fruit of the spirit, Johnny. Just like humility, kindness, bananas. You sure this guy's a double agent? No, Johnny, he's a traitor. There's not two of them. Ugh. Anyway, uh, I spy with my little eyes. We discussed this. We are not playing that again. Howard. What, Johnny? Did you say something? I didn't say anything. Howard, turn on the radio. Johnny, it's that voice in my head again. Nope, I'm out of here. Last time you heard that thing, you started peeing in the corner of Buckingham Palace. No, stay. Stay, yeah. I'm scared, Johnny. Turn on the radio. Open the floodgates. Let the burst, and the memories will return. What is it saying? And now, the Grizzly Radio Fun Hour, brought to you by Grizzly World. Grizzly World, you'll never want to leave. A bit ominous for a theme park. Shh. My name is Howard Blank. I was just an average Joe until I was shot in the head. The bullet lodged in my brain, inflicting me with amnesia. Now, I'm a detective for the American Fight Force, a top secret agency dedicated to protecting the world from the Nazi menace. Together with my partner, Chang, the Chinese pirate, I'm looking for a missing person. The man I once was. Oh my god. Wait, what? what's going on here? Howard, I, I, I... Johnny, call the chief. Tell him someone else is going to have to stake out Godot. We've got a new case. Excuse me, Belmore. He did what? Chief, he's always going on about finding the person he used to be. This is a clue that points him in the right direction. Godot has to wait. I can send another detective to track down Godot. But that's not the point. Detective Blank needs to keep the GPI procedure. Let us investigate it first. It would be a breach of protocol to let an emotionally unstable detective with personal involvement investigate something like this. This is important to him. Detective Taco, I want your and Blank's butts on my desk by tomorrow morning. You catch the next plane back to New York and we can discuss this then. In the meantime, you watch Howard closely. 
Do you remember what to do in case of a code crossing guard? Yeah, I remember. I'd better see you tomorrow. Mr. Blank, why are you covered in glass? I just broke into the library. You broke into the library? Yeah, but it turns out they're open late on Saturdays. I found this book of radio shows. Check out this page. Starring the fictional character of Howard Blank, Codename Blank was a pulp adventure radio series that ran from 1938 to 1940 and was entered into syndication in 1943. It was produced by Grant Grizzly Studios and created by Orson Welles, the man behind the War of the Worlds radio series and several flops on the silver screen. The sooner we find Orson Welles, the sooner we find out why he stole my life. But this radio show came out before you were even shot. Which means Orson Welles can see the future. I doubt that. Is it so hard to believe someone can see the future? We fought mummies. People dressed as mummies. Talking animals. I'm a talking dinosaur. It's not that strange. Someone just stole a 2,000 ton statue two weeks ago. But that was an educational adventure. It's justifiable. If Orson Welles could see the future, he'd see why general audiences don't appreciate his films. Why is that? Because they're stupid. And boring. No, audiences are stupid. Wells is a master director. We are not having the Citizen Kane argument again. One, Citizen Kane isn't boring. And two, every movie is boring if you watch it drunk. We're getting off the subject. We need to get to California, break into Grizzly Studios, and find out where Orson Welles is. Or we could look at this newspaper right here. Orson Welles filming travelogue series in Europe. We need to find a plane, and fast. Pack your bags, Johnny. Yeah, about that. What about it? I just got off the phone with the chief. And? He wants us to... He wishes us well. Let's get out of here. According to this tabloid, he'll be in London for two days, and then he leaves for Madrid. The timing is perfect. So, Mr. Blank... What are you going to do when we get to Orson Welles? Ask him how he knows about me. Like, nicely? You've seen me interrogate people, Johnny. I don't need to get violent to be persuasive. I know, but you're sounding really weird. Like something's bugging you. Can I tell you something, Johnny, and have you promise you won't think I'm crazy? Sure. Ever since I turned on the radio, the voice in my head won't stop talking to me. You know who you are. You've always known. You've just chosen to forget. Maybe we need to wait. We can go back to HQ and get the Chief's help. No. I need answers now. I've waited long enough to find out who I really am. Just promise me you won't... 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 Kill Orson Welles? Johnny, I won't kill Orson Welles. That's ridiculous. I wouldn't let him die. Ladies and gentlemen, please remain calm. There's been a change in the flight schedule. We'll be taking this plane to a new destination in Cuba. As long as no one tries to play the hero, nobody gets hurt. No, this can't be happening. Mr. Blake, we need to stop this. I count three hijackers. Pistol, shotgun, Tommy. If I line it up right, I can take him out with three bullets. Crap! That's right. They made me put my gun in my bag. You can't fire a gun on a plane anyway! Shut up, Johnny! Let me think! I guess I have no other choice. A 
to fight him barehanded. But Mr. Blank, you can barely fight Dr. Zhang on a good day. I know, but what other option do we have? I need to know what's going on here, Johnny. Even if it means another bullet in my head. No talking! Reyes, keep an eye on those two. Okay. That both of you should be keeping two eyes on me. I said, no talking. And I don't care. Do you have any idea who the two of us are? We're detectives. Detectives from an organization so thorough, so widespread across the globe, you could sneeze and they'd send you a bullet with a handkerchief in it. And me and my partner here, we're their best agents. Now the two of you may have thought this airplane was easy pickings, another plane to steal with another bunch of innocents to ransom. But you just happened to pick the plane holding a crazy man. A man who's just insane enough to grab the shotgun out of a hijacker's hands, point it at her partner, fire it, and hold the hijacker in a chokehold until she begs for air. Okay, I'm wasting this guy. I'd like to see you try. Oh my god! I've been shot. Mr. Blank! I'm alright, Johnny. Which is more than I can say for this person right here. How sad is it that this is how your pathetic attempt at hijacking a plane ends? How does it feel, huh? Can't say anything? You need some air? We'll just go outside. We're surrounded by it. Mr. Blank. Mr. Blank. Howard, enough! I'm... I'm sorry, Johnny. I... I don't know what came over me. You were so close. Hey! Can you guys be quiet? I'm trying to hijack a plane up here! Ah! Ah! Right in the nuts! The man saved us from the hijackers. He's a hero! What was that? I... I don't know, Johnny. We cannot thank you enough for catching these hijackers, Detective Blank. Such an experience would have put me off my afternoon tea, what what? Yeah, it was nothing, I guess. We are lucky none of the passengers got seriously hurt. Yeah, it's a shame. What? Nothing. Is there anywhere we can take you, perhaps, to the American Embassy? Once my partner is back, could we bother you to take us to Orson Welles' residence? Orson Welles? Are you a fan of his movies? I'm more interested in his work in radio. All right, I'm ready to go. What took you so long? I was just calling my good friend the Chi... The... The... The cheery guy. Really? How come I've never met this guy? Don't worry about it. What's up? We just got our ride to Orson Welles' place. And let's get going. Dollar Nickel! Yes, sir. I just got a report from Detective Taco. About ten hours too late. He's in London with Howard Blank. What could they possibly be doing in London? It seems Detective Taco is not as reliable as we thought he was. Howard may be able to talk him into doing things we didn't think possible when we put them together. Code Crossing Guard is officially neutered. Assemble a task force and get over to Orson Welles' residence ASAP. Yes, sir. And Dollar Nickel. Non-lethals only. For now. Is this it? Yes, sir. 
where Orson Welles is living while he completes a series. I'm excited to watch it on the beep. What, what? Thank you for your time. Pop, pop, cheerio. Mr. Blink. Yes, Johnny? I want you to give me your gun. You can get your own. I know I can, but I want yours. How can you say that, Johnny? The way you acted on that plane. There's something wrong here. I'm scared. For the first time, I'm scared of you, Mr. Blank. And as much as I complain and rant and say I don't want to be your partner, I respect you. But you can't make me lose it by treating him like you treated the hijackers on that plane. Okay. Here. Do you have any more? What do you expect? A comic amount of guns and knives all hidden on various parts of my body? I'm a cop. All I've got is a badge, a gun, and a donut in my breast pocket. Now let's go see what the shadow knows. The door is open. Ah, Howard Blank. The grim, thick-jawed gumshoe has found his way into the lair of the creator. Allow me to introduce my familiar visage. I am Orson Welles, the man who invented Detective Howard Blank. Take this letter. Within is the answer to the questions you so desperately seek. From now on, you will cease and desist using the trademarked name Howard Blank as it infringes upon intellectual property of Orson Welles. What is this? You're the man parading around bearing the name of a character I created. If your name becomes genericized, I'll lose the trademark and that's money out of my pocket. And I need all the money I can get for my productions. By the way, go see Mr. Arkadin coming this October to a theater near you. His name is Howard Blank. That's his name. How could he call himself anything different? I've come up with some alternatives. Hamild Blanc. Haywald Blink. Geraldo Blunk. How can I help the fact that I'm named Howard Blank? It's not just your name. It's the concept. You're a detective. My Howard is a detective. You work for a top-secret global agency. My Howard does the same. Any jury will gladly side with me in a civil suit. If anything, a cease and desist is merciful. You milksup. I'm trying to find out who I am, who I was, why I'm missing years of my life. I've heard stories of you, Mr. Blank. They're derivative, crass, parodic, and devoid of any kind of art. But I've heard stories. And if I was writing your story, I would think this is all an illusion for you. An illusion? I'd end it with the revelation that Howard Blank is lying dead on the floor, blood spilling out of his forehead as his eyes slowly contract and death overtakes him. Everything else, it's a dream. That's ridiculous. As ridiculous as a taller-than-average detective interrogating an old Hollywood celebrity while a talking dinosaur watches? I... 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 Am I dying? I sure hope not. Then I would just be a character in your fantasy, which means I would have no free will, and then all my creations would be predestined, and I would never create anything, just regurgitate what destiny has planned me to make. And my art is everything. I don't care about your art, Wells. I want answers. I can't give you more than I know. Get your... Hold on. Come here. Mr. Blank. Put me down. Come to the last, eh, Orson? I'm actually terrified, but I'm putting on a brave face to keep you from having the satisfaction of intimidating me. 
I'm impressed. Except for the fact that you're currently wedding yourself. I'm the world's greatest actor, but even I have my limits. Put. Him. Down. Johnny, you don't point a man's own gun at him. I called the GPI. They're on their way now. I'll arrest you if I have to. I don't want to, but I will. But if you hurt him, I swear to God. Kill him, Howard. Kill them both. You don't point a gun at somebody you don't intend to shoot. I know. I'm proud of you, Johnny. You're a better man than me. I'm getting down on the ground now. I may fall asleep down here, so wake me up when GPI arrests me. Detective Blake! What on earth were you thinking? Leading us on an international goose chase and threatening Orson Welles? Did it ever occur to you that you could just have asked for the information you needed? Or that I really wanted an autograph? I thought you knew as much as I did. We do! But running off on a mission, disobeying orders? Am I off the force? We can't afford the paper to print your pink slip. But I am going to keep two big eyes on you. One more slip up and I will have your badge. And more importantly, your gun. Yes, sir. Are you going to erase my memory of the last 24 hours? Afraid a bullet in the head destroys the memory eraser every time? Don't ask me how we learned that one. I would have liked to have kept being Howard Blank instead of whoever else. You were Howard Blank. It's what the GPI has known you for for ten years. I don't know everything, but all I can tell you is this, son. When we found you in that hospital, you were practically brain dead. But suddenly, you leapt up out of that bed and said you were a detective named Howard Blank and that you needed to solve a mystery. We were uneasy at first. But you knew crime so well that you became our number one detective. Even if you aren't that smart in other areas. But it's a lie, Chief. It's not who I really am. No, but it's who you choose to be. It's got to be. Thank you. You're suspended for two weeks, and I'm giving Johnny a vacation. Think about what you've done. By the way, there's someone to see you. I asked the girl at the flower shop what the best apology is for holding a gun on someone. She said flowers, which I should have predicted. <laughs> I'm not mad, Johnny. Not at you, at least. <laughs> I don't think I ever want you mad at me. Did I really scare you? Yeah, but they told me you would when they put us together. They did? It's no big deal. I mean, you've got a bullet in your head. Nobody can be normal after that. Johnny... What else has GPI told you about me? Nothing about your past. I wish I knew, but I don't think they know anything about you. What else? Why did they say that you should be scared of me? Well, it's a long story. I need to know everything, Johnny. Okay. Meet me in my apartment and I'll tell you. But in the meantime, rest up. And remember, all's well that ends wells. Oh, Johnny. Shut your stupid face. Are you certain it's a good idea keeping them together? Trust me, Dollar Nickel. They are better together than they are apart. Maybe Johnny's no longer our suck-up, but he's still got more than enough moral fiber to keep Blank in line. We made the right decision with him. But Detective Blank is officially outside our control, Dollar Nickel. I need you to watch every one of Blank's actions. You go where he goes. You eat where he eats. And if he sees you, you better not look like you. The Scarecrow's starting to get his brain back. 
And if he does, it's time for Operation Ozma. This has been Codename Blank, Episode 5, The Other Howard, starring Ty Anderson, Rachel Boyd, Brandon Greer, Mai Lee, introducing Caitlin Greer, edited by Rachel Boyd, written and directed by Brandon Greer. This episode is the intellectual property of the Cryptic 27 Studios. All elements of this episode are copyrighted 2019. What was up with that police officer's accent? The real question is, Johnny, why is it that every time we get serious, the rest of the world gets wacky? Howard and Johnny will return in episode 6, Flashback to the Past. My dad used to always tell me at Christmas, there's no time like the presents. <laughs> I don't know who my father is.